You are listening to Satellite Sisters. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California, and I'm here with my sister Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. And this is our weekly recap of the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. Thank you for joining us today. And Julie, that was one tense hour on Madam Secretary. I mean, Henry is radioactive man, and Elizabeth has to find out who the terrorist was. That was crazy. Well, did you really think that Henry, that they were going to let Henry die of radioactive poisoning? I never really believed that. So no. I, was I wasn't con- really worried about him. Yeah. But I was worried in general that there might be a second dirty bomb. That yeah. seemed, that yeah. was, that was very tense. Yeah. So this was right of the boom, a continuation of last week's episode, Left of the Boom. And Left of the Boom left Henry, the victim of a dirty bomb. Uh, the McCord kids in the, in the, in with security. Uh, so they were, they were sort of caught up in this t- domestic terrorist attack. And of Elizabeth having to figure out, uh, who did the terrorist attack while her whole family was sort of missing in action. So the hour opens up with what was a crazy car ride. I mean, you could really feel the tension in that car ride when her security detail was like saying, madam, we have to go to the White House. That's protocol. That's protocol. You have to get to a secure location because of possible secondary attack. And Elizabeth, she doesn't realize that Henry at that moment has been contaminated. She's trying to find the kids. She's trying to get Blake. She's trying to find Henry. It's a crazy car ride, isn't it? Yes, it is. They're just, they're being, uh, they're being whipsawed all o- across the car and Blake is dialing like crazy. They're, none of their phones are, there aren't working. So it's, uh, that was, that was a good scene. I liked it. But, all right. So uh, yes. Yeah, so- in general, this was a good, an excellent episode. I have a couple of um, special merit badges I'd like to award at the beginning of our recap okay. before we <laughs> break okay. it down. All right. Hats off to the McCord kids. I thought it was a very uh, good job on the show. They were very understated. You could feel their tension and their panic. I thought they did a really great job this week. Yeah. No, they were good. All three of them showed up. That's what I like to see all three kids in the episode, Leon. So that was good. All right. Hats off to Blake. I thought he actually had an excellent show. He had the very difficult task of informing the kids that their father had been um, poisoned by radiation. And I thought he was excellent in this show. Even with the pocket square, he was just delivering on every front this week, I thought. I mean, when you think about, like, that would, I mean, how, how, what, how much chaos that would create to have a dirty bomb go off and then people like Blake have to do their job, which is to round up the secretary of state's kids, make sure everybody is okay, figure out where, where Henry is. So he stayed very focused on his uh, job. All right. Special merit badge this week to Nadine's lariat necklace. I mean, that was a very strong statement. I thought her black like bobble lariat necklace. I thought really, Julie, it was a metaphor for Nadine and her apartment. It was sleek. It was modern. It was surprisingly stark and not the slightest bit crazy cat lady. And I think that was, no. I think that was that, good. I think that's the whole point that it was very curated. Um, um, Liam. Excellent. I it was ex- 
Excellent word. Yes, that was it. And I think it started with the necklace and we got a peek into her private life that I thought was excellent. And finally, special merit badge uh, given and then taken away. I gave one to Henry because, you know, last week we did criticize Henry for rushing into the scene of a dirty bomb as if he was a first responder, even though he's a religion teacher. And then we were reminded that, well, he he is a Marine. You know, that is kind of what he does. So I guess that's his instinct. Although I have to say, I I still stand by the fact that if you are the spouse of one of the cabinet members, that's probably not your place. It's probably more dangerous than you think. Okay. I'm just gonna, but so merit badge to Henry for running in, for being contaminated, but then I'm taking it away because less than 24 hours after the contamination, he wants to go back to the defense intelligence agency and he's blaming his wife that he doesn't get the job. I mean, come on, Henry, what was that? <laughs> Didn't get maybe it. he was still maybe he was still under the effects. I thought you were going to give him the merit badge because apparently the tourniquet he applied actually worked. That's <laughs> so funny, so funny that it was a tourniquet that he applied. Okay, who who knew when when you're a victim of a dirty bomb that that's what you have to do? Or I thought you were going to give him the merit badge to Henry's shirt that he took off. Oh yeah, I that was know strong. There was no one hotter dying of radiation than than our Henry. And, uh, you know, merit badge to the hair for staying fully intact. This, he did, the hair did not go down. The hair did not disappoint. So you're right. I mean, Henry, he just, yeah, you're right, Julie. There were many merit badges we could have given. But I think uh, when he turned on his own wife at the end of the show, taking all the merit badges back. All right. So we have the initial panic. We're breaking it down by phases here. We have the initial panic and you can really feel that everybody's scrambling, right? They're scrambling jets. They're scrambling the joint chiefs of staff. They're scrambling the kids. I'm sure someone somewhere was scrambling eggs. So, uh, we, we get to, you know, we get to see what it might actually be like, uh, if, if something like that had happened, uh, in the nation's capital. And they do mention nine 11, like, listen, there was a secondary attack, nine 11. We got to follow this protocol. So then we get the behind the scenes. The whole goal now is while Henry is in the hospital and while she hasn't seen her kids, she's trapped at the White House and she needs to find out, Elizabeth, the Secretary of State, um, who detonated the dirty bomb and why and where did the uranium come from? And I have to tell you, Julie, there was a lot happening there in terms of the behind the scenes that I was, you know, trying to hold on to. But (laughs) I will say this. It did seem like. They had no answers before the dirty bomb. But once the dirty Uh bomb went off, they had answers in like one commercial break. I mean, isn't that (laughs) like, well, they laser focused land. They, as Nadine said, she just rolled up their sleeves and they stayed focused. I thought she was going to break out into song and dance when she said that, but that's apparently what happens. You know, one, you know, a bomb goes off, people get focused, they figure out the answers. And last week we were introduced to a young female researcher who works for the CIA, right? That the woman with the super <laughs> short hair. And so she was yes. a new character last week. And now apparently she's solving every problem in the government. She's back <laughs> this week. She has one laptop. All the answers yeah, are on the laptop. She's able to explain. Yes, she's ex- able to explain to the Joint Chiefs and everyone else in the bunker exactly. <laughs> 
exactly what's going on in a very clear and concise way. Yeah. So good, good work. She's doing good work. As the president yeah. mentioned, we have like a million people on the ground and yet we didn't know any of this before, but we got this one new character with the laptop and she's going to solve the whole thing. Uh, but Elizabeth does actually point out and much to the chagrin of the newly appointed director of the CIA, that the CIA yeah. was totally wrong on every front and uh, their theory is wrong. And Elizabeth knows exactly who got the uranium and how it got to the United States. And so very quickly, they're able to set up, uh, you know, they're able to put the pieces together that somehow it was a Saudi diplomat that brought the dirty bomb in and he's at the Saudi embassy and they can go in and get them. And in the meantime, the Osama bin Laden-like leader who secured, who, uh, you know, ordered the attack, uh, he's available for only 12 hours in this one location, and should we bomb him? Mm-hmm. And of course, then they invoke the phrase, Tora Bora, and everyone knows what that means, right? <laughs> It's like every political show now, when you hear the phrase Tora Bora, you know, they just have to act now. Like, we are not going to have yep. another Tora Bora. Right. We're just going to get this done. So that's just, you can work that into your own, um, your own life, Julie. Well, I don't want another Tora okay. Bora. I'm going to go to the grocery store now. <laughs> right. so. This week, that's going to be my phrase of the week, Glenn. <laughs> so... So we have like one odd scene where where Madam Secretary really comes down hard on the Saudi Arabian diplomat. She's like, we are going into your embassy and we are getting that guy out. And he said, Madam Secretary, that seems like an act of war. And she's like, yes, it does. And she was very strong in that scene. I thought, Julie, very, very strong. That's what we like about her is that she has the ability to really to go hard on some of these diplomats and she does not back down and she does she's not screaming and yelling but she's getting her point across and she doesn't mince words and then we saw her vulnerability though when she finally gets to go to the hospital she finally gets to see the kids and henry gets the all clear that he's only gotten like a tiny tiny dose of radiation and everything's going to be fine they're just going to have to wrap his hands but no damage has been done to tim daly's face and everyone is happy in america and (laughs) i did think they rushed in a little prematurely into that hospital room i I, did too i would have said another 24-hour waiting period might have been prudent leon but as soon as that doctor said okay he didn't really have that much exposure they opened that door and they all rushed in and then they let him go home like i mean (laughs) Yeah. Then they're like, oh, no, you can leave now. No, Just up? sign this. Like as if that's ever happened in the history of hospital discharges. I mean, hospital discharge usually takes like 10 to 12 hours if you've ever been yes. in the hospital. But it took like 10 to 12 seconds with Henry. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, no, you're good. Oh, forget it. Those hazmat suits, we were totally overreacting. Just go home with your family. I mean, he was like unconscious one minute and then they're wheeling him out the door the next I really, you know, I think he should have gotten a second opinion on uh, the radiation levels, you know, but I don't know. Uh, So, and then back in the situation room, uh, they go to bomb the, you know, they go to bomb the Osama bin Laden-like leader, but he's not there. He's gone. They have missed him. It is a torch. It's a full Torah Bora It is Torah. It's full on Torah Bora. So, and... And the pre- and the president promises heads will roll, which did not seem like a presidential phrase to me. I have to say, yeah, you, 
you really don't. We have a democracy here. You're not allowed to just chop people's heads off. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and the one head that rolled was this new guy that heads up the CIA. Now, I, I didn't really care. Did you care that he got fired? I didn't. No. I, I think he'll be back. Here's the problem. He's a very good actor, you know, and he always plays that role. Like he's always like that guy. So uh, I predict that he'll be back in a later episode. That's what I think. Like he's going to go rogue or they're going to find out he was selling secrets or he was in cahoots cahoots or something. Because I was like, he's too good an actor to bring in and then turn around and just chop his head off so uh so watch for that but uh elizabeth certainly shines she gets it all done in a single (laughs) in a single day i mean that was another long day at work really for the secretary of state (laughs) and then she gets home and who's all over but henry henry decides that he wants to go back to the defense intelligence agency the dia and you know again he's barely out of the hospital he's in a wheelchair I guess that's just who he is. He wants to help. He wants to stop these terrorists. You know, he doesn't feel like that was a a vulnerable situation at all, even though they have kids and everything like that. He feels like they should both be working full bore for the, for the greater good. And, uh, and then, so he calls, you know, Jill Hennessy, assistant district attorney, Jill Hennessy, who I did actually write down her name. It's Jane. Her character name is Jane. Just okay, good, good lady. We'll, we'll have to start calling her Jane. Okay. Yes. He calls Jane. He calls Jane on the Skype and then uh, Jane gives him the bad news that his, his job was blocked. Again, I thought that was a very quick turnaround <laughs> considering like there's a national emergency That's right. going it on. It takes months, months for to get people vetted for confirmations, but uh, not Jane. She, she works pretty efficiently. So uh, yeah, and he, he's mad. Henry yeah. is really mad. And, he and goes, who is he mad at? Like, he, he's mad at his wife. He's mad at Madam Secretary. He thinks she's like been blocking him secretly. Like, again, she's busy. She doesn't have time. <laughs> she doesn't have time to call Jane. She's got things to do, Henry. Yeah. And she's well, astonished. She, she's making something with Grey Poupon mustard in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know what she was cooking there. <laughs> Did you see her with the giant jar of Grey Poupon? <laughs> I love Grey Poupon. Don't you? It's a good. I mustard. do too. Yeah. I do mustard. too. I was like, but I was wondering, what is mm-hmm. the Secretary of State doing with the Grey Poupon <laughs> in the middle of this giant argument with her husband? Okay. So, and then, and then, like, knock, knock, knock. It's the president, uh, and he rolls in with Russell, the chief of staff. Just as Henry is really get, really letting Elizabeth have it about how, oh, she's ruined his career, uh, blocking him from getting into the line of fire again. And it's the president. And I love that one moment where Elizabeth has to pick up the socks on the floor of the living room. Yes. <laughs> because yes, that was it, good. if you have teenage boys in your home, as Julie and I have and had, you know, there are socks everywhere for no apparent reason. Like there's no reason yeah. there should be socks in your living room, in your guest bathroom, on the couch, in the, in the TV room. And yet they're there every day, all the time, no matter how many times you say to your son, please don't leave your socks in the middle of the living room. Right. There they are. So that really, and really ne- made me laugh never out clean. loud. They're never clean no. socks. They're gross socks that you have to pick up because they have just, for some reason, taken them off in the middle of the living room and left them on the floor. So that made me laugh. 
And the president comes and announces to Henry that special task force that Elizabeth has suggested, because again, she puts in a full day's work there at the <laughs> Department of State at DOS. That light bulb went off. That light bulb went off every week. She has some brilliant idea. And this is her new brilliant idea to have a working group, a small working group, okay, that not too many people are read in on that are going to um, go after the terrorists. And so Henry's on the short list to run the group because, again, he's the type of guy that runs into a burning building, you know, is a religion professor, has this, you know, high security clearance and happens to be married to the secretary of state. So Uh he's super he's pleased as punch uh, that he gets this good job and that um, now he can actually talk to his wife about (laughs) about stuff. Low talk, Leon. I know. Talk. That's that's good it's news really for the writers. I think that's going to be good news for the writers of the show because we can get some high level pillow talk happening. So that's good. But I really feel like after that whole outburst, Henry owes Elizabeth like a big diamond ring or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> one of those, you know, one of those payoff diamond rings. After that, I mean, come on, he came down pretty hard on him. So. uh so, so it looks like we're going to have more of like Henry sleuthing around international travel. There's going to be more behind the scenes of how we're tracking down the terrorists. So in the beginning of this season, we kind of had Russia as the enemy, but now we have this ISIS type group that they're going to be tracking down both of them working full time doing that. So that was exciting. Uh, so what did you think of Nadine's apartment though? We do get to see Nadine's apartment and it's sort of surprisingly chic and curated. And then she has that cute little line about how she really enjoys theater. So I like, <laughs> I like that. Yes, BB yes, that was, I wrote that down that I really enjoyed theater. I was surprised that the couch wasn't a pullout couch, but of course she then brought out beautiful sheets. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> For the whole thing. No, it was great. And she spoke French to her friends there. I think it was excellent, Leon, because, you know, I think everyone assumes that single ladies are cat are cat women, right? Yeah. That they're home alone cats. Okay. And, and Nadine is just in defense of single ladies that, you know, they're interesting, unusual people that live interesting and unusual lives. And that's, that's it. And I thought it was great. I did think there was quite a bit of traffic noise at her apartment. Did you notice that in this? <laughs> well, it's a big city, thought- DC. There's a lot. She seemed to be on a river or something, right? Does it, was that, a, that, I don't know why there's so much like ambient noise in, in her apartment. So, uh, but maybe she just hadn't put any music on and she was going to do some singing and dancing <laughs> da- a little later. Some tap dancing later. Well, I, I did like that scene because there's the observation that the, the speechwriter makes about, you know, his whole feel of his apartment is very temporary. You know, and I think yeah. that's people who work in the government. I had a friend who worked in the Obama administration for five years uh, and and they go and they just work so hard and they're at the office so many hours. I think they do have these kind of dorm room situations that they don't think to actually put down roots because they never know when they're going to be out or when the next team's going to be in. And I thought that was kind of an interesting observation about what it's actually like to work, you know, for, for a particular administration. You are in, you are out. That's not your permanent place place of residence. But Nadine has achieved enough in her life that she could do that with the lariat necklace on and and yes. and the um, ukulele from Boris Yeltsin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, right. well she's her diplomat. That was the difference, you know, that she has been at the State Department her entire career. And 
So good for her. Yeah. So an exciting episode. We're glad it's all wrapped up. I think a good little twist for Henry and Elizabeth now to have the reason to work together more. There won't be as much tension, but it could be tough. Could be tough on the family. We don't know. We're going to see. But an excellent Madam Secretary this week. And as we said, the most important thing was that Tim Daly retained his hair after that dirty bomb. And that that we achieved. We achieved. Phew. All right. We are the Satellite Sisters. You can find us always at SatelliteSisters.com. There are tons of our podcasts at iTunes. We do other things besides talk about the wonderful Madam Secretary. We've been on the air for 15 years, and we would love to have you join the Satellite Sisterhood. You can find us on Facebook. You can join our group page and be part of the conversation every week. Oh, Julie, did you happen to see Taya Leone on Stephen Colbert last week? I, I well I've see, I saw the uh, YouTube videos of it. Yes, she was awesome, Leanne. I loved it, and I loved her Putin reference. It yeah, was great. She was great, and she looked like sexy Madam Secretary, like that. You could tell that's really her style on the show because it, on Colbert she was wearing like what Madam Secretary would wear if she really like you know got loose. She like unbuttoned unbuttoned <laughs> her white shirt a couple of buttons. She had a blingy yeah. necklace on, and she still had that Breck girl hair. She still had the Breck girl right. hair, Taylioni. So that was fun to see her on Madam Secretary. All right, we're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.